Hi, I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining me today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap reading, we're going to talk on the subject of Seize the Hope. Our scripture today is going to be coming from Hebrew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 13th verse. I'll be reading out the international version today. For when God made his promise to Abraham, he swore an oath by himself. Since he had no greater to swear by, he said, I will certainly bless you and give you many descendants. And so he obtained what he had been promised because he patiently waited for it. For people swear by someone greater than themselves and an oath given as confirmation put an end to all argument. In the same way, when God wanted to make the unchangeable character of his perfect purpose perfectly clear to the heir of his promise, he guaranteed it with an oath. And so that by these two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to prove false, we who have taken refuge in him might be encouraged to seize the hope set before us, that hope confirmed and secured like an anchor for our souls, reach behind the curtain where Jesus, our forerunner, had gone on our behalf, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Let's wrap. It is clear today by reading the scripture that we can see that God was referring to the story of Abraham and Sarah in this particular passage. One thing about God is God promise is reliable. We see in this verse, in this 13th verse, it says that God made a promise to Abraham. He made a promise to Abraham and he swore an oath by himself. Why did God swear by himself? Because there was no one greater that he can swear by. There's no name greater than his name that our promise can be secure in. He said, I will certainly bless you and give you many descendants. He promised Abraham that he would have a child at an appointed time and he would give him many descendants. The word of God lets us know that Abraham obtained what he had been promised. Why? Because he patiently waited for it. I encourage you today to hope in God, hope in him. You will obtain what God has promised you, but you have to patiently wait for it. The word of God went on to give us an example of how people all the time swear by someone greater than themselves. But in the case of God, there is no one greater than him. So God swore by himself instead of someone else. He went on to say that he wanted to make his unchangeable character of his purpose perfectly clear to the heir of his promise. Abraham was the heir of his promise and he wanted to make it perfectly clear that that which Abraham had been promised, he was going to receive it. It was impossible and it is impossible for God to lie. God is not a man that he should lie, but what he promised, it will come to pass. God went on to say, or the word went on to say, we who have taken refuge in him might be encouraged to seize the hope set before us. We know that God is our refuge. He is our strong tower that we can run in and be safe. He's telling us that we who have taken refuge in him, if you are a believer in the body of Christ, if you have declared that you are saved, delivered and set free, you have given your life to God, you can take refuge in him. The word tells us 
that we who have taken refuge in him might be encouraged to seize the hope set before us. God has set a promise before you today. He has set the hope before you. I encourage you today to seize the hope that God has set before you. He went on to say that hope, that hope, firm and secure. We can believe in the hope of God that it is firm, it is secure. The word of God says it's like an anchor for our souls. What is that telling me? That's telling me that the hope that God has promised me, the hope that he has set before me, it's not going anywhere. It's firm. It's a solid foundation. In other words, it's an unyielding surface or structure. That means that it's going to stand no matter what. We are anchored in God. He went on to tell us that it's secure, like the anchor for our souls. Secure means to fix or fasten, so not to give way become loose or be lost. We can rest assured that the promise that God has put in your belly, that promise he has set before you, that hope that you're hoping for, that thing that you're waiting on, he said it's firm and secure, like an anchor for our souls. It's fixed. It's fastened. It's not going to give way. It's not going to be lost. But what do we have to do? We have to do like Abraham. We have to patiently wait for it. It's going to come to pass because the word of God lets us know that it is impossible for God to prove false. In other words, you can best believe that what he promised you, it's going to happen. The word of God went on to let us know that it reaches behind the curtain where Jesus, the forerunner, had gone on our behalf, having become our high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. That hope, firm and secure, like an anchor for our soul, reaches far beyond the curtain where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone on our behalf. You can believe that everything that God promised you, it will come to pass. Let's apply. When I began to look back at this scripture and began to apply it to my own life, I realized that I failed many times in the past because I did not follow the steps that God has provided in this passage. I will be the first to admit that I am guilty. Uh, many times, just like Abraham, I have received promises from God. God has given me visions. God has given me ideas. He has given me inspiration to do certain things or let me know that certain things are going to happen in my life. But when I look over the scripture, I can clearly see where I went wrong. And many of you are the same. The Bible lets us know that Abraham obtained the promise because he patiently waited for it. The hardest thing for me to do, because I'm going to talk about me today, is to wait. None of us like to wait. But Abraham obtained what God has promised him. Why? Because he patiently waited for it. The scripture never said that Abraham got in a hurry. Sarah might have got in a hurry, but Abraham waited for that which God has promised him. So point one, in order to obtain the promise, you have to wait for it. We know that we live in a time and a culture where no one wants to wait. Sitting at a red light, we don't like to wait. Standing in lines, we don't like to wait. I personally find myself standing at the microwave, looking at the time, wishing that it would hurry up and heat the food. That is the quickest method that we have is a microwave, but yet that time is not fast enough. I realize that this is the culture that we now live in, where the tension spans are extremely short. No one has time for anything anymore. New news today, old news tomorrow, moving on. Everything is quick. Everything is speeding up at the, at the speed of lightning. Just look around you how fast time is moving. 
But how many know that there are some things in life that we just have to patiently wait for? Whatever it is that God has promised you, you have to wait. Point one. Number two, the Bible tells us that we have to take refuge. Where are we taking refuge? We're taking refuge in him. God is our safety zone. He is our strong tower. While we're waiting on him, we are to be in the presence of him. We are to be in his refuge. We should be giving God the praise for the promise coming to pass. We should be thanking him in advance that that thing, that hope that he has set before us, is going to come to pass. In verse 18, he lets us know, he said, by these two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, in other words, he said, we also would take refuge. And while we're taking refuge, he said to be encouraged. We should be praising him. We should be encouraged and that we believe that everything that our father has promised us, he's going to do what he promised. If he promised you that you're going to get a husband, wait for it. He's coming. If he promised you that you're going to start that business, wait for it. It's coming. If he promised you that you're going to have a child, doesn't matter what the doctors say. Wait for it. That child is coming. Whatever it is that God has promised you, wait for it. But we can't forget while we're waiting, we have to take refuge in him. Not only are we taking refuge in him, but he said, be encouraged. So we have to encourage ourselves. Sometimes we can't always wait for people to encourage us. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes every now and then I would like someone to come by and encourage me and say, Minister Walker, I listen to the podcast. I appreciate what you're doing. But guess what? That doesn't always happen. We have to encourage ourselves in the Lord and know that the word that he sent out is not going to come back into him void. So if we never get a, a thank you from anyone, if people never pat you on your back, if they never say thank you for the work you've done, you have to continue to be encouraged. And most of all, while you're being encouraged, he said in this word to seize the hope set before us. Seize the hope. We know that seize mean to take hold of suddenly and forcibly. Sometimes we're sitting back passively waiting for things to happen for us. God has already promised you opportunity is walking back and forth in front of you and you're just sitting there. The Bible tells us to seize, take hold suddenly, forcibly of the hope. Sometimes you got to go get it. Whatever it is that God has promised you, don't just sit there. Seize the hope. Wait patiently doesn't mean that you're just sitting doing nothing. Waiting patiently means that you're not giving up on that thing which God has promised you. Wait patiently on it. The, even though it hasn't came to pass yet, it's coming. Don't give up. Though it tarry, wait for it. I'm telling you today that we have to seize the hope that is set before us. When I look at the word hope, I'm thinking about every promise that God has promised me. That is my hope that's out in front of me. And God has encouraged you. He has, he has commanded us in the word to seize the hope that is set before us. Stop being so passive. It's time out for weak, passive Christians. The Bible tells us that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. Sometimes we have to forcibly go out and get that which God has promised you. Don't be afraid. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. He, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So if God has promised you that business, 
Go for it. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I encourage you, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on the promises of God that he has set before you. I urge you, I encourage you to seize the hope set before you. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you today for this word. God, we magnify your holy name, for we know beyond a shadow of doubt, you're not a man that you should lie, and that you have promised us it will come to pass. Lord, you told us in your word that you that have begun a good work in us, you will complete it to the coming of Jesus Christ. You said no good thing when you would hold from them that walk upright. God, you said you would give us the desires of our heart. We trust you today. We believe your word, oh God. God, help us, God, to not passively sit back while we're taking refuge in you, but that we will be encouraged to praise you in advance for that which you're about to do. God, allow us Help us. Give us the strength and the energy. Give us the motivation, oh God, to seize the hope, to seize the promise that you have set before us. God, we love you. We praise you. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As always, thank you for joining us on Yasha, young and sharing his anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.